I'm Nicole Tamron. I'm a watercolor artist and introvert who ironically loves to talk shop. One thing I know is that no matter where we are in our creative journeys, we all have something to teach as well as room to learn because there's no one singular path when it comes to doing art. And hearing the stories of others are truly what allow us to get out there and tell our own. Join me as I reconnect with industry friends for real talk about art, business, and all the life that happens in between. I wanted to talk a little bit about the winding road of creative industry. There's this really interesting phenomenon that I've seen where you are going to fall into one of two categories. Either you are going to be the person that feels like you want to have this clear, direct path where everything is laid out for you and you're going to have this guarantee that if you do X, then Y will happen. Or you're going to be the person that thinks everything's organic and you're just going to make art willy nilly with no purpose and the right person and your client is going to see it and you're just going to have everything that you were meant to have and this beautiful career will just come out of somewhere. And what's interesting is I think you probably could find examples on either of those ends. But the reality is it's somewhere really in between. And I think for all types of people, whether you're a free spirit or you are more of that analytical process driven person, you really have to adjust your expectations about what that means for you. And I will say that I probably come into that analytical camp. Like I thought that I couldn't figure out my path with illustration, knew I wasn't an artist, right? I couldn't really get my head around just creating for no reason. So I knew there was something about the word artist that I did not connect with. And when I found the word illustrator, that seemed to fit me better. But then what about illustration? Like, what was I going to do with that? And I did what I think a lot of people do, which is to follow the example of those that you're around. So I was fortunate enough to go to college for art and illustration. And all of my teachers at that point were either one of two things. You were either a editorial artist or you were a children's illustrator. And so in my mind, that's what I would be, right? I would do editorial illustration or art or really what I thought is I would just kind of graduate and I would make art for people and they would pay me to do that which sounded really brilliant at the time right it seems like it would make sense I'll just say I can do anything and then the work will come and what's really interesting is like the work does not come the work does not come because no one knows what to do with you or this is why we get requests can you paint my dog my house my kids And I knew that was not for me, by the way, but I just couldn't figure out what was right for me. So I explored those paths and I tried very, very hard to get myself, like fling myself down that freelance road, whatever that meant. And what happened is, is really a lot of nothing, or I shouldn't say nothing. I guess I got to try things on like I did do some magazine work and I did commissions and I even did a children's book and what's interesting about each of those paths and I found all of them to be really difficult and all of them felt like they weren't 
really my thing, which I think as a creative is difficult because then you start to question, do I even have the ability to do this as a career? And that's kind of this weird vacuum I found myself in for quite some time because I didn't have a direction. And even though my creativity did find holes and homes to reside in, I became a lovely party planner. My child had quite the uh, extravaganza, if I can say so myself, for many years. I think you do stuff in your home and crafts and PTA, my goodness, they had just like professional level illustrations when I was involved there. But as far as a plan, I really didn't have a plan. And I found out very quickly that not having a plan doesn't really get you anywhere. And again, I'm one of those people that really needs a plan and I need to feel like I'm working towards something. And because I didn't have a great example of what I should be becoming, I think it left me really like hanging out there and aimless. And the very nice thing is I bumped into a plan. And again, looking back on it, just like when I looked back on graduating from college and just thinking, I'm going to make art for people. I kind of had that when I found art licensing, which was this master plan that I felt like I could get my brain around and really pursue. I had steps. I had a destination. And then I got in and I realized I had no idea what was going on because sometimes we label our destinations. Like for me, it was to go to Surtax and launch myself into licensing as if that's a singular concept, right? Like here's a show and I'm going to go do that show and then I'm going to license my art. But when you find out is it's not just licensing your art, my gosh, it's like all of this stuff. Licensing is a very nice, neat umbrella phrase for a whole lot of categories and crap going on. And I just found that completely overwhelming. But I did need, I did need that intended path to get me going. And I think for me, again, being that more analytical person, I have to have the path to know that I'm working towards something. I have to have a project in mind, a problem to solve. But then I have to step back and I have to learn from those other people that think that they're just going to create and things are going to happen and careers will organically form. Because that's the other part is that if you need a perfect plan, you're not going to get started. And so there's a lot of this start messy. And I say it, start start now, start messy. You don't want to wait. But the funny thing is, is I didn't think I was starting messy. And I think that that's where we find our little happy medium. Because I do, as a person that needs a plan and needs a path, I almost had to fabricate one so that I felt like I had some reason I was moving forward. And I was as prepared and polished for that completely unknown path, right? But it did get me there. And it's only now with my perspective that I look back and think, God, that was so messy. That was me starting messy. But I don't think I knew it at the time. And I think what happens to creatives a lot, especially if you've had any sort of success or proficiency in other areas of your life is you start to have an understanding of what messy looks like and what polished looks like. And we start restricting our ability to take brash, messy action 
because we now have a new barometer that we're measuring against. And I know that this is something that I personally continue to struggle with. I don't know that I have the absolute best solution, but I do think it's a little naive for me to kind of just say, being a little bit further down the road than somebody else is, oh, you just need to start. And it's because you need to start, but with a little bit of guidance and a little bit of direction. And so one of the things that has always helped me be able to do that was, again, listening to stories of other artists and watching what they're doing with their creativity. Because we do, I think, as creative thinkers, have a lot of options that we can put ourselves in. And having that sense of almost in like a strange way, trying on the careers that other people are sharing about online or through podcasts or interviews, there's this really nice sense of, I always love hearing about everyone's stuff. It's it's so fascinating to me, actually, especially as a person that was unable to make creativity turn in terms of income for a fair amount of my life. I've always been fascinated by that. Like, how did you do that? How did you become not just a creative person or the creative mom, which I always hated being the creative mom. I know that's supposed to be a good thing, but in my world, it just wasn't because I wanted more than that. Like, how do you move from that being that creative person to being a person that does that as income generating? Because I don't know, not that we have to create art for income. That's not everyone's bag, but it really is for me. It really is a connecting piece that I have always found to be like the validation of why I'm going to spend my time. And I want that time to be spent creatively. So getting to see all these different options and all these different ways that people have had success Um, One, it can be confusing because I don't know that we all have that equal opportunity to have success in the same way that those people are that we're seeing. But I do like this idea of trying it on. And I think as you see what other people are doing and as you sort of mentally fit in, would you like to create like that? Do you like the style of that? Does that sound like you? Is really like what a gift, like what a gift it is to share our experience and hopefully have somebody else recognize these parts and pieces that they can feel like are them. Because you don't, again, we unless you have someone that's doing that in front of you, how would you know? How would you know what's out there that's going to fit you well? Otherwise, we'd all be children's illustrators and editorial illustrators or who knows who's teaching illustration, right? Like that's, there's only so many options that we're presented with, even in a school setting, And if you didn't have the luxury of having an art education, that gets even more extreme. So one of the things I always have been very, very mindful of is one, the significance of listening to story. And two, this idea that sometimes what you don't realize because it's your every day is someone else's dream destination. And there is nothing more powerful than to give that out into the world. Because how are you supposed to ever know what you can do unless you look at what you have done or what you have the opportunity to do? So one of the things I know about working with other people, gathering together, sharing those stories, is that they just make up this beautiful patchwork quilt of all these options 
for us to do with our creativity. So again, I don't know, is that going to be a really eye-opening thing? Like, hey, look at all the stuff I can do. Or is that almost like a confusing thing? Like, oh no, there's way too much stuff to do. And I think that's a daily battle, truly, for everybody. But one of the things I can definitely tell you is that having light bulb moments, listening to others, listening to your own conversations with people, doing that self-exploration of the stuff that really does light you up, I really think that's the core of where you're supposed to go. And sometimes that's not even a direct interest. It could be something really, really niche that you bring your creativity to that. And I always think that's the sweet spot. That is your sweet spot when you get into these different career options. And like I said, I tried a lot of these on in person, physically with art, and it was difficult. Everything just felt so, so difficult. And you feel like you're just throwing stuff against a wall to see what sticks and nothing's sticking. And what does that say about me? And what does that say about my art and the, the validity of that art? Finding your niche industry, finding your correct placement with your creativity, with the right client, whatever that might be. It's not that it's not hard. It's still hard. But it's hard in a way that you see progress and it feels comfortable. And I refer to finding licensing a lot as my light bulb moment. It could not have been any clearer than if someone had literally had a blinking sign that said, go this way. And it wasn't a conversation I even had with somebody. It was someone showing me something or listening to something. And every little piece that I would hear, I would get this complete wash over me instinct. Oh my gosh, that is so me. That is so me. That is so me. And I said that without having any clue necessarily with what I was learning about or listening to or reading about. It just, there was something that just on a very core level just felt like it resonated. And I think that if you are out there trying to find your fit with your creativity, pay attention to those physical responses that you have. Because if it's feeling hard and it is really I I say this a lot, but like being an uphill battle, I don't know. Sometimes it just means it's not the right fit, but it doesn't mean you don't battle and it doesn't mean you don't walk up those hills because you're not going to know they're the wrong hills until you've actually experienced them. So this is where this idea of, yes, having a general direction, have that North Star that you're pointing towards, but understanding the path that's going to get you there it's going to be a little bit unknown and not just a little bit unknown. It's going to be very unknown and it's very unknown for all of us. And it is one of the real interesting things about emulating, taking classes, watching what people are doing is there is such a unique combination of people, of events, of needs that kind of needs to all just happen in its great time to have one artist has success where another one would not. And I don't know that people are always willing to basically go out into the unknown. So it's really a question of pushing yourself out of the nest and taking those leaps, but taking them in a way that you feel like you're actually have a destination that you're trying to approach. Because if you don't have that, What just prevents you from taking leaps in every direction? And then where are we at that point? So if you feel like you know where you're going, 
be open to the fact that that might change. And if you feel like you are waiting for something to come to you, I highly encourage you to find a direction of some sort, even if you're on that path just for a little bit so you can see further down the road. I'm so glad you were able to join for today's chat. If you have a friend that you think would also enjoy some industry chatter and conversations about surface design, art licensing, as well as hearing from other creative business owners, please share this with them. At the end of the day, creativity, it takes community. I'm Nicole Tamron, and I look forward to reconnecting with you soon.